Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, the following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are now in the Corner Booth Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Gentlemen, welcome into another live edition of the Corner Booth Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Clinton, alongside Matt Ortazzo, the TikTok Viking, the proud Jets fan, the winner of New York, and my fellow happy Eagles fan. Good he- hello, happy victory Monday to you, Christopher. Our intern, Mr. Chris, we're out here relaxing. Um, fellas, I had something happen to me this weekend that's never happened in the history of my life. I don't know if I should, I should play the lottery or something. All four of my major sports teams won Saturday and Sunday. And you put it into a parlay. That means I did, except I fucked up. I got greedy and tried to do same-game parlays. It's always, yep. That's, well, that's what really killed it. me was the fucking Hurricanes had to just give me a goddamn stroke on Saturday. Um, but besides that, my Timberwolves won. Diamondbacks stomped the fucking Rangers. And then my Eagles um, just proved once again that Ron Rivera should just go retire and live on a farm somewhere in Virginia. Do you see that? Uh, I think it's, I don't know if it's on DraftKings. It's on FanDuel. They have a sports equinox bet for today. So yeah, I was gonna place. I was placing like a buck on it or something like that just for fun. But I did a really low end, cheap. Like just I did a money line for the Lions. The the I did Lions, Golden Knights, um, Celtics. Was it Celtics? Yeah, Celtics and uh, your team, D backs. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. It's only like forty dollars, you know. It's that's a payout go. if it hits something small. But I did do a, a little Monday night one. We can talk about when we get towards that. Uh, Ooh, there we go. But but look at us, a couple gobble ghouls on a Monday night victory. Gobble ghoul, yo. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. I left work for the first time in like a month where I didn't want to punch a hole in a wall, and that was like the craziest thing in the fucking world. <clears throat> I was explaining my, my uncle. I was calling him the ride home. Uh, Shout out to my uncle. Always listens to the show. Um, and I explained this to my boss. I was like, listen, it's just because like I, I had a lot of bad habits, right? And I'm like, man, I had a great weekend. Like I, I all my teams won. I just had a bop and Halloween party. Um, I matched with a cute girl on hinge, and I didn't leave work wanting to punch somebody. I was like, this is great. Fuck, I should like go like like do something ballsy, see what happens. It's mischief night <laughs> over here in Philadelphia. I don't oh, know. Carry on. You still do that? Oh my no, I no, no I, I used to do it when I was a teenager, but no, not like you, but like they still do that out there that around this time. I it was big when I was probably in high school and stuff, but and me younger, too. I was like, it like, just it went once I got into college, it died down with everybody. Yeah, it was, I it mean, was to be fair, cool. we also were in college when that when we sat it died, so it might still be big. We just don't know because we're old now. Yeah, yeah we're so true. old, all of us. The one thing I never did was I never egged anybody's house because I always thought like if I would hate to be that person that has to clean that up. So I don't want the karma of having it happen to me if I get my when I get my own place. So I'll stick to the the, the good old TP. Just let the rain wash it out. Yeah, I was the I was the TP guy too. I'd just throw TP at their house and <laughs> think it was the funniest thing. I would and swap then- political signs. So <laughs> Democrats and what's I'd be that guy. <laughs> I was a oh, pumpkin man. stealer. I, See, no, no, I only did it. I only dog. did it because it's technically a felony. But like, I only did it because I knew both neighbors. I knew they were they would both get a, they would get a kick out of it. So that's the only reason I did it. But like, my dad didn't know they were in on it. So when I did it, and he he drove by, and he saw, he swapped all the signs, dude. He went fucking ballistic. It was like fucking awesome. But other than that, 
Yeah, no, it was just it was just a good time. I I, uh, I very uh, enjoyed Mischief Night the three times I actually attempted it. There was one time I tried to do it when I was dating this chick in high school, and she was not about me doing anything. But she's like, she's like, that's somebody's property. I'm like, why do you got to be like this? It's like you're not gonna do it. Just let me do it. Yeah, why are you you? <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah, no. I mean, listen. All I know is Mischief Night. It's like I, I feel like Mischief Night. Once you get to like down south and shit, is just gotta get sketchy because like. You know, I make a joke about like everyone in my like a lot of my town are very pro two A, and it's just like I feel like down south you just step over somebody's trip wire somewhere in some backwoods freaking town. I feel like we don't hear more stories about kids just like stepping into booby traps on fucking mischief night. I feel like this might have a horror movie, but at the same time, it's like I feel like nowadays people don't like when their property gets fucked with. So I feel like mischief night's kind of just lost its luster. I'm not sure though. I'm too old. Yeah, I, it was big when I was younger. Now it, it's there's just this park down the street from my grandma's house that always gets TP'd and everything. And I think that's just at this point in time, the police and everybody are just like we we're aware that this park's going to get hit. We'll just deal with it later. That's that's pretty much. Yeah. How I I did pick up. I'm just kind of just like, like oh, whatever. I did last second pick up my costume for this year. Um, not going anywhere. I'm just we're going to be at the house. My dad does a little haunted garage thing he lets all the people to walk through and then you know all the adults drink the spark the spikes uh you know cider and everything but i'm gonna be a giant blow up of the mr state puffed marshmallow from ghostbusters nice. oh nice nice he's gonna be a uh one of the ghostbuster people now i'm gonna walk around dude that thing came with a vacuum seal thing i had to put batteries in it and it inflates and it keeps the air pumping so like you stay cool but like it just always stays puffy. And the air is circulating. Yeah. That's the yeah, okay. Yeah. And then the fucking mask is terrible because it's it's so loose. There's no way to tighten it, so I can't see out of it really. But thankfully, I don't have to walk anywhere. I'm just gonna stand there. The yeah, worst. No, it's, it's, mm. go, I, go, go. I was gonna say the worst for me um, this year was I was Luigi, and I had a um, zipper in the back, so anytime. You know, I'm drinking, so like sometimes when I'm drinking, you know, I gotta pee a lot. So when anytime I had to pee, I had to completely take off the costume and then just go to the bathroom and then put it back on. And the problem is can't pull this you know, it's kinda hard to pull the zipper, you know, when it's on your back. So kinda have to you just, offer you just made me realize I'm gonna have that exact same issue tomorrow. Because yeah. it zips in the back, and there's nothing in the front for me. Yep, yep, yep. So I'm screwed. There should be what you're one. not, what you're not realizing is that you can make a small button-up hole and seal Ooh. it. Or, 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 big idea here. You have a Mountain Dew bag or a Mountain Dew bottle, and you just tie it off, and you say, "Fuck it, I got easy access the whole night." Mm-hmm. I was gonna say like a piss tube. Yeah, that's basically it's basically like a catheter, but a comfortable one. The catheter, oh, use that. Yeah, that's a that's a good investment for Halloween costumes. We gotta pitch that idea. We gotta take that one to Shark Tank. Halloween costumes. Yo, listen, I'm not gonna lie. Like my costume wasn't. I was the wolf from that Puss in Boots movie because my sister and my brother in law were Puss in Boots, and they were like, "You be the villain." I'm like, "Sure." And also, I didn't realize the mask was too small for my big-ass noggin, so that was the problem. <laughs> I found this really badass-looking wolf skull mask. It looks so cool. And I put on my big-ass fucking head. I'm like, oh, my God, it's, like, this big on me. It looks like I had, like, a little, little face suckers from fucking um, Alien on my face. I was so <laughs> undersized. I was like, damn it. Oh my! You should have either been Laura Farquaad or the, the gingerbread man. Nah, because I want oh. you know me. I can't. I can't do. I. I as much as I try to do humor costumes every year, I end up looking. I'm like, yeah, fuck this shit. <laughs> See, that's what I. I was. I went into Party City and I was like, I want something simple and stupid, something that Ooh, I just it. throw on and that's it. And that was what that was. I just didn't know I had to inflate it. But here we are. I already paid for it. And I can't bring. Listen, it back, I so. saw. I saw guys wearing skirts at my Halloween party. I saw one wear a corset and like just for costumes. It was. Oh. It was funny. Uh, it was a wow. good time. Yeah, yeah wow, no, no. The guy wearing the corset, literally, his him and his girlfriend p- drew up the costume, and it was fucking hysterical. And he killed it. Uh, he won the costume. If there was a costume contest, he ran away with that shit. Um, 
when <laughs> I call him the fairy drag mother, but I feel like that's just a little out there at this point. Um, well, we had the other day, apparently New Haven had the Halloween bar crawl and we didn't know. Oh, good time. So we, we decided to go downtown to get some tacos and stuff to just have some dinner. And we, we made a reservation and everything. And I get there and I park and I look out and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's just crowds of people in random costumes. So I'm walking through the crowd trying to get to the restaurant. And everybody's like laughing, you know, Where having a good you time. Tacos on a, on... You get it was Tayamos. And, uh, oh, oh yeah, that's dude, that's packed around. There's bars everywhere. And that's yeah, I didn't know. Oh, yeah, that was I didn't. I, that street was blocked off, but I didn't even know it was a bar crawl that day. So we're, we're trying to get there, and I'm passing, people are having a great time. Then I see a woman lying on the ground in, in the hands of her friend. And the friend is screaming and crying, and the fr- the other one's just drunk out of her mind. Cops and everybody around there. Then there's another guy having a big dilemma, and it's like I'm walking through a party, and I feel like I'm seeing f- like slow motion war flashbacks from like Band of Brothers mixed in with like a zombie apocalypse theme because everybody's in a costume. And I was like, I don't know what the hell. And I get to the place, and I'm like, yeah, we're not taking reservations. I was like, but I made it online. You didn't block it. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. You have to pay twenty bucks to get in. I'm like. So 20 bucks to get in, and then I got to pay you for your food. He's like, yeah, we're only doing appetizers. I was like, well, you're not getting my 20 bucks then. So we fucking – we got sushi in like some other town, but I, I it was just like, like – I feel like you won there. I feel like you won that situation. Oh yeah. It was – what I experienced was like Band of Brothers mixed with Zombieland. It was insane. Dude, I, I had a situation where I was um, – it was Halloween weekend like two years ago. Um we were going down to center city and like at like when it's like one, like 2 AM, the only, cause we wanted to get a cheesesteak and the only places that are open for a cheesesteak in Philadelphia at like 2 AM is Gino's, which is the tourist spot. Mm-hmm. And I fucking hate Gino's. Gino's is disgusting. I will not hear anything other than that. It's, it's so nasty. Gino's and Max is terrible, it's, right? They say don't no, go to those Pat, places. You go to Pat's for the fries. It's like the dumbest fucking thing on the planet. It makes no sense. But so more of the story was we were just chilling in line and then this car pulls up and this guy comes out and he's just, you know, he's running around screaming. And all of a sudden he just takes his clothes off and he's just doing laps around Geno's like he's Wolf Farrell and old school. And I'm like, I know which section. I've been in that section of the city twice now. And I know exactly which. Was he going like the back around where it gets like a little dark on the corner? and then again, yeah, yeah, he goes from the dark to the light. So it's like it's so like a mysterious yeah, it's like a mysterious man just fucking yelling. You don't know at, oh, at Gino's there is a, literally a spot where like there's no light that comes in the corner, so he runs in and I could just see him coming out buck naked out of the shadow. <laughs> like a dude, fucking I'm, really yeah. drunk perverted Batman. Dude, I couldn't I couldn't believe it, dude. The guy just opens his door dude. and all you just hear is a like a dude screaming, and I'm like, all right, you know, I mean, it's normal. It's probably drunk. And he just takes his clothes off, and he just starts running, like, oh you know, God, 400s around oh, Geno's. At that point. That dude's living his best life. You know who's living his best life yesterday? It was fucking Will, Lev- Will Levis, man. I'm going to transition to football because, holy oh. fuck, that's how you beat an ex-girlfriend to the winner's circle. Hell say. fucking Yeah. Your girl for Morgan Wallen's weirdo-looking ass? Hell yeah. Just go chuck four bombs to old Uncle DeAndre Hopkins and Ika Westbrook, Nico, whatever his name is, the guy with four last names, um, receiver for the Titans. Will Levis, by the way, looked incredible. Just was flicking the ball 60 yards. And I was just like, like, yeah. oh, fuck. See, I have been a Will Levis fan. Not because he's from Connecticut. I just like quarterbacks who just when they just throw it, it looks effortless. And I'm like, this dude is way too good. Not this dude has way too much like raw talent, not to be good eventually, right? And this, so I want to ask you boys because we all saw the tapes last. Time. I mean, so listen, that first one, the hop where AJ Terrell tries to ride him out of bounds and hop just give him a little okie doke and he got back, he stayed in bounds. But some of the other throws, like he, I mean, listen, his, his completion percentage wasn't great. But I feel like after that one throw, Mike Vrabel said, fuck it, just throw the ball around the yard. We're winning. 
I I didn't I didn't get to see the the entirety of the game, but I did see apparently Taylor Taylor Heineke came in. I don't know if Desmond Ritter got hurt. Yeah, Ritter's hurt, so he's got a concussion. He's got well Heineke. He's like Heineke came in and uh, one seventy five and a touchdown. But Will Levis, that was insane. Nineteen for twenty nine, two hundred thirty eight yards and four touchdowns. I just I love how his girlfriend broke up with him because like she got like a Burger King brand deal. And then, like, you know, Will Levis just comes out and throws four TDs like it's nothing. Well, so he, he, looks like he also dumped him from Morgan Wallen, allegedly. I don't, I don't give a shit about all that crap. All I know is he got dumped. Duke comes out and goes full fucking villain mode and just rips the fucking line, the Falcons heart out. Dude, the revenge story is incredible. We got to make a movie about Will Levis. Yo, yo, okay. So here's the thing, right? So we talk about the 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 both Southern divisions in football are such a clusterfuck that, like, honestly, like I the Titans, could, this, the, this, the Titans could sneak in ass backwards um, into the uh, playoffs. And the fact of the matter is, we were talking what two days ago that. Um, uh, that they were apparently going to deal them. Um, so Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hopkins are both in the injury report, according to Rap Sheet. Now, I great. I don't know how this is going to go because I don't know. Like, are they injury report because they're about to get dealt? Or are they injury report because they're actually a little banged up and they're not getting dealt? I don't know how they're going to roll with this right now. Because Ryan Tannehill looked fucking horrible this year. Malik Willis shouldn't be a pro football quarterback. He'd be an amazing XFL quarterback. Like, like Malik Willis is like what – he is to me what could be like RG3 meets Zach Wilson meets like Russell Wilson meets I, – I don't fucking know what we thought Ryan Leaf was going to be in the XFL. Just like a great like highlight reel quarterback, he. But th- I watched like four plays of Willis, and then they went to Levis. I believe it was four or two, whatever the fuck it was. And then I watched enough last year and watched me and Matt take the lowest passing yards over we'd ever seen at plus seventy seven yards. This doofus passed for seventy one. I remember that. I was like, how could somebody not cover the over on that? They Malik finally Willis. found a quarterback you could throw. Malik Willis, great guy, actually is a person, but just not a good pro football quarterback. But with all the improvisation and slinging around the XFL slash USFL now that they're merging for the spring, which I'm actually very excited for, I'm not going to lie. That many teams, that much competition, that's going to be fucking fun. Um, anyway, um, also now there's not two leagues anymore. It's going to be so much better. Yeah. Nice. We will do a full XFL USFL preview because I want me and the boys to do our research this year. Because honestly, last year ended up being pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie, I won some money on that shit. Um, but back to the task at hand, Will Levis just slinging the pill around. They're not out of it. The Colts no, are kind of meh. The Texans are kind of a year or two away. The Jags, the Jags are the Jags. They're good, but. That AFC wildcard picture is so fucking wide open, man. Like, Mike Vrabes turns it around and makes him not terrible. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, they're three and four. You've got, I mean, you've got the, uh, who is it? Pittsburgh's four and three. I think the Ravens are like five and two. It, the Jets are four and three. Yeah, Kenny Pickett's Andrew Mitchell Trubisky did what he does best and throws the game away. Oh my God! But I mean, the Bengals as well are—I don't know what they are. Four and four, four and three. But it's there's a lot of there's a lot of four and three and five and two teams right now. And them being three and four, I guess you really got to sit down and just analyze. Like, listen, the deadline is tomorrow. Are we getting rid of? Are we selling the team? Are we are we fire selling DeAndre Hopkins and Derrick Henry, or are we? Are we going to roll with everybody and say that Will Levis is the savior that we needed at quarterback, and we're going to take our chances and try and get a wild card spot? That I mean, it, they have a great problem because Will Levis gave them such a good performance the other day that it really makes them have to sit down and think: like, do we throw the season away or do we 
do we see if this is the spark that we actually need? So I'll be interested to see what they do before tomorrow's deadline. Um, there should be a lot of there should be a lot of moving pieces. I mean, the Giants already started selling off. I, I heard the Buffalo might be in on a Dory Jackson. I know they just sent Leonard Williams to the Seahawks. I think which that was a fantastic. They did think, deal him. I think they did get a Dory Jackson. Let I me, thought I me, saw that. It was yeah, Chris, go check. I'm also starting to hear rumors now. Like this is way too early. Nobody's confirmed anything, but apparently Jameis to the Vikings might be a thing now. Yeah, yeah I just see that. Fucking awesome. Are you honestly? I Jameis I in think, the dome with J with J Jets when he comes back. KJ Osborne and fucking uh, Addison. Just he's still gonna ball. throw. Uh, Second half of the season, he'll still wind up throwing at least like twelve or fourteen interceptions. But oh no, um, he'll throw like twenty interceptions and like forty touchdowns in like a half in like a half season. Uh, yeah. I think okay. Jacoby Brissett would be a good pickup for anybody right now too. The, the Dory's well, still in Buffalo or uh, with the Giants. Okay. See the what they got from Leonard Williams, I thought was a steal. They got a second next this year's. Or a 2024 second and a 2025 fifth, I believe it was. But for a guy in his contract year, he's a free agent in four months, and you got two draft picks for him, two high-end draft picks. I mean, a fifth-round picks, you know, you can still make, get a nice hit on that, but a second-round's premium. So I think they got good compensation with that. Rest in peace for the Giants fans who were talking all that shit in the preseason. Oh, man. Oh, you should see the videos what? on Twitter. Man. I thought you guys were going to win the division. The coldest quote I that I saw. Than Philly and Dallas. What happened? The coldest quote that I saw from the other day was, I guess Zach Wilson said, "24 okay. seconds, no problem." And Yo, I, I saw that shit. I was just like, Chris, that should have been quote of the week, by the way, in our, in our write up. Yeah, I, I gotta update that. Yeah, Dude. quote of the week from Zach Wilson: "24 seconds, no problem." You know There's what? about 45 billion memes you could make from that quote. From any aspect of life, but dude, that is the coldest fucking quote. Because <laughs> let's be honest. Now we'll talk. We're going to do the one sentence game in about five minutes. So you guys, so Chris, this is your first time. Your is your debut at the one sentence game. It's very simple. You get twenty five seconds to rip off. Actually, no, we'll do twenty. Twenty seconds to rip off a sentence about the game that took place. It could be funny. It could be pissed off. It could be sad. Happy. Gloating whatever you want. So in five minutes, we're going to kick this off, and you are going to make your your uh, one-sentence game debut because, honestly, I can't say we, wait to see the fucking shit you come up with. Matt, Matt, Matt and me are grizzled vets. As much as I love Mason, he used to be like a pro. He used to be able to get up to like oh, 24 yeah. seconds and stop, and then towards the end of last season, he'd go like 15 to 30 seconds fucking yeah. over. I fucking he'd love it. He'd get in a he'd run. that little uh... – he would turn right. into John Belushi from Animal House and just got going. And we're just like, all right, we're, we're going to chill for a minute. But he had that Mason pause where he would stop talking and then Jared would be like, fair enough. And then he'd be like, and you know, and I mean, what are we doing here? And we're like, oh, we're still going. Okay. All right. So speaking of, um, damn it, uh, the Renfro trade may not happen. Allegedly, according to Jordan Schultz, that's what he's talking about right now in Bleach Report Live. Um, I want Renfro to be traded because I think he's a way he's wasted like every other offensive player is in that. Dumpster fire we call the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, my biggest thing I'm looking at right now with um, with uh, everything from – then you also got like – we didn't really talk about Leonard Fournette at all. Because, Matt, yeah, he went to the- I've been calling this for two – I called this in the offseason. I said Leonard Fournette to the Bills. Watch. Yeah. yeah. I did call it. I wish I could find a clip from it. Did somebody but- get hurt? No, it's just they, they just want a guy who can just get four yards in a cloud of dust. Because I mean, James Cook great. is a great outside-the-numbers runner. But the thing is, I think they're losing – I think this kills Devin Singletary's stock. I think it's done. Isn't Devin Singletary in the Texans, though? Wait, which – oh, Montgomery. Which is the one that's on the on the Bills? Is, they're oh, literally Damian the same Harris. running back. Damian Harris. Oh, Damian Harris. This just kills Damian Harris' stock to me. Yeah. This kills him. Because apparently, like James Cook has had such a good season so far. I think was he top ten in rushing still, and now That's you're bringing right. Leonard Fournette for all the punching yards. <clears throat> Done. David Harris now your third running back. Congratulations. They're bringing him for that Legarrette Blunt role. They want him to literally beat the piss out of a linebacker. So I mean, well, I mean, while we're talking trades, I mean, 
So far, I'm a little disappointed. I thought we'd be, I thought they'd just get fired off. I know we have a whole nother 24 hours around that, but I mean, like, who, who do we I'm see? Checking. I'm call, I'm looking at all my sources. I've already fired yeah. off a couple of text messages. People I know Ooh. who actually have connections because I don't have any connections, but yeah, people I know have connections. So I text them like, Hey, what's going on? What are you hearing? Well, Cause like, if I'm, if I'm, you know, obviously looking at my own team it, before, before yesterday's game, I would have told you we need a receiver. Go get – if you can't get Devontae, if you can't get, you know, T. Higgins, you can't get a big name like that, go for the bargain guy. Go for Hunter Renfro. You know, go for – maybe see how much Jerry Judy is going to cost you. Mm-hmm. Go look at Adam Thielen. After last night – I mean, look at last yesterday's game. Who didn't get hurt on either side? I mean, we lost the starting center. We couldn't put our backup center in because we lost our right guard, so our, our center – that was our backup played right guard also left the injured. So we lost our center, our right guard, our backup center. And we had a, a backup left guard snapping the ball at center for the rest of the game. So at this point, I think Joe Douglas needs to go get an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I, I bet you the Broncos have a high asking price on Jerry Judy for like a third year in a row and they don't trade him again. Um, I don't think Devontae gets dealt anymore unless – they get wowed away, but I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that some pieces start flying off the board because this has been a pretty quiet deadline. I as think this far. Killed a lot of those teams that were sellers won this weekend, so you're going to have a few teams that are going to have blind delusion. But mm-hmm. we're gonna, this will kind of lead us into the one sentence game here, and I want to talk about this quick. I I talked about this before on this show and on DJ's show a little bit over high low shots, the boys. Um. There are tears in the NFL this season, more evident than ever. So we have the you could you will see them in the final six, eight teams. Philly, San Fran, KC, um, Miami. I'll I'll throw in Baltimore and Detroit. And as the last of the final four, I'll chuck in um I'll throw in Jacksonville and I'll throw in Dallas. Okay. Maybe Seattle coin flip for Dallas versus Seattle, depending on how I'm feeling that day. Either way. Um, yeah, those are the eight teams. Okay. And then you have 50 feet of shit. Then there's the rest of the league where you're going to get your Atlanta's, your Tampa's, your Buffalo's. Your, Cause I don't take Buffalo seriously. I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But Buffalo just did what Philadelphia did. But Buffalo kind of was like he caught they caught Miami lacking. Buffalo plays Miami in a couple weeks. It might be a different story. Buffalo is that one fringe team along with Dallas where I'm kind of like they might get in. My lack of respect for Buffalo is because they don't solve their biggest problem. They can't stop anybody. When it comes down to big plays, you're going to tell me that you're going to say, hey, that defense, I want you to stop Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Stop Tua when he's got time to throw. Stop Joe Burrow. Stop Lamar Jackson. Bengals, another one that I, I was like. So I say there's like a, a kind of a mid-tier fringe where it's Buffalo, C- Casey, Seattle. Yeah, that's, that, that's it. And then it's 50 feet of shit and everything else. But – uh, the old Billy Beam analogy, right? So leading to this, I don't understand why teams that are like I understand fringe teams, like if I'm Tampa or Atlanta or um I'd say Houston. I te- Tennessee I keep I keep my guys. I might deal Henry if listen, if somebody threw me a fucking bucket of money for Derrick Henry, I'd say sure. Whatever. That's we got Tajay Sharp. We'll go pull some running back off the street. You can run hard as a short distance back. And I'll say, fuck it. But besides that, I'm not dealing Hopkins. I'm going to double down. I might go see if there's like Marvin Jones is available. Give uh, give um, Will Levison a security blanket guy and just go with it and see what happens. I mean, because here's the deal. Jacksonville's good, but they're not amazing. And so the a- a- AFC South still available. I, I mean, and honestly, the AFC is the most wide open it's been in years because the tight the the Chiefs look vulnerable, the Dolphins look vulnerable, the Ravens are good, but they have they can't score fast enough to beat 
good offenses. The Bengals look better, but I want to see multiple weeks in a row of them doing good. So my point is, and if you're in the NFC, basically you're looking up at four teams ahead of you and just saying, well, fuck, it's or five. You have five teams that basically are running the NFC, and then the, the sixth and seventh team are kind of just eh. It's Philly, San Fran, Detroit, Seattle, Dallas. Everything else below that, it's like whatever. It's like you're going to get the winner of the a- NFC South and maybe I, – I don't know. Maybe um, – shit, the NFC North is so fucking bad too. Um, maybe get New Orleans is like the seventh seed. Or you get I, – I don't fucking know. Maybe Atlanta and then Tampa. That's it. So – the the NFC part's kind of pretty played out. We kind of know who we're getting for our first five teams in, and then the a- NFC South's going to be just a dogfight at the end of it. Because I don't take Commander seriously. I seriously don't take the Giants seriously. So, uh, this NFL, I think teams are holding their guns too much. They should be trying to get picks because they should look at what like our boy Howie Roseman did and your boy Joe Douglas did. Say, hey, listen, it's not working. Blow up and start. You might have to take a lump for a year, but we're back. So that's that's my thing. I think teams are getting way too hesitant. But that being said, any thoughts on this before we roll into America's second favorite game besides the six-pack? Now let's roll right into it. All right, yeah, because we got about 45 minutes till first pitch, and I have not started twitching yet, which is a good sign. <laughs> All right, 20 seconds on the clock. I'll get us rolling here. Maddie, can you do the honors and read off the game's in order for the gotcha. NFL, let me find it out for you. We'll go Thursday. We'll go Thursday through Sunday night. All right, ready when you are. All right, timer on the clock. Go. We are starting off with Thursday night's matchup: the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Buffalo Bills. Better performance than I thought. I thought Baker played well. I really thought they had it in them. There was a lot of holding on that uh, that Hail Mary and everything. And if, uh, if Chris Godwin just turned around and actually tried, might have caught it. That's all I got. All right. Wow. 14 seconds. Not bad. All right. I'll go next. Um, besides the fact me falling asleep during halftime, listen, Baker and the Buccaneers are not a bad team. Buffalo is not an amazing team. This was honestly was a great game. Thursday Night Football got it right. Um, holding on that last call, but fuck it. It just kills betters, and I didn't bet in the game because baseball rules. <laughs> Chris, you're up. Uh, I just want to say about this game, uh, like you said, Thursday Night Football actually delivered a game that wasn't Jacksonville and Tennessee. Um, yes, the Bills barely beat the Bucks, although it was a good game. I do see a lot of promise with Baker, and I do think they can win their division. Nice job, Rookie. All right, Matt, who's up next? All right, we got the Patriots and the Miami Dolphins. A game that went as expected. I figured the Dolphins would run away with it, especially being at home. Uh, Matt Jones is continuing to not progress. I think Bill Belichick really might have broken him. Um, You hate to see it, right? Even though you love to see it. There you go. You had five seconds left on the clock there. All right, I'll go. Um, I love Mike McDaniel saying the Jalen Ramsey disappointed me. He got a kick field goal instead of a kick six. Yeah, um, the Patriots are shot. Um, Bill, retire. Patriots fans, football gods came to reap what they sowed. They gave you uh, two decades of winning. This is just what happens. A long line of losing. All right, intern, go. Uh um, not gonna not gonna knock the Dolphins. They play great, but I will knock the Patriots because they ran faster to the locker room than Mike McDaniel runs post game. <laughs> Oof! And he comes with a first zinger. I like it. It's time to go. All right, Maddie. Next up, Ooh, we have the New York Jets and the New York Football Giants. I'll take one, one of, of the, the punt ball. <laughs> there was more punts in this game since two thousand three. Twenty oh. fucking years of punts. And listen, Zach Wilson needs 20 seconds, and he's still more effective than Daniel Jones. Woof! All right, Matty, you can go now. Oh, probably the worst football game I've ever seen in my life. The MVP of that game was Thomas Morissette for having four or five punts inside the five-yard line. Um, To sum it up, who didn't get hurt in that game, like on either side? And Zach Wilson, 24 seconds, no problem. You'll love to see it. Jets win in overtime. 
Just in the nick of time. Enter and go. Ah, the battle of midlife. Probably just as worse. The as big recycling bin. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the the Jets squeaked out a game on their home turf. Didn't know if they were home or not, just because they play in the same stadium. But Tyrod Taylor, phenomenal game. Four for seven, eight <laughs> yards. Go Giants! But not shout out time. Tommy. De- shout out Tommy DeVito. Negative one yard. <laughs> Jets football. Oh my god, that was so bad. That is the pinnacle of which I hope lost turned into post Eli Manning. Danny right. Who's up next, Mr. Urdazo? We've got the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Pittsburgh Steelers. A 20 to 10 matchup, which resulted. I this was the game I thought that the Steelers would come back down to earth. They are not a good team. They have a good defense. They do not have a good offense. Kenny Pickett is very inconsistent. I think this really brought them down to earth. And this just told us that Mitchell Trubisky still sucks, even off the bench. Yeah, this game just told me Travis Etienne is a great fantasy running back, and that's about it. Oh, and Josh Allen, the defensive end, is a absolute monster. Uh, yeah, no, I watched about 45 seconds total of this game, and that was just red zone highlights. So thank you to Scott Hanson, the GOAT. <clears throat> Chris, go. Uh, looks like small hands couldn't uh, cut it this time, but uh, the, the Jags continue to jag off all over Pittsburgh. Uh, Mitchy Bitchy came in and just, you know, did what he did. He's getting personal. <laughs> do you just like when you have that like forty seconds of time? Do you just think of like zingers and you just start writing them down, or you just flow them? Right yes, off the head? anything, anything that rhymes. He's and then just any- trying to get us to go. He's like, all right, I have forty seconds left. What can I think? All right, Steelers, Mitchell Trubisky, Mitchy Bitchy. Dude, I wrote down a bunch, Mitchy. like twenty seconds, like literally, I'm sorry, I, like a few minutes ago. All I right. love calling him. Booty Bisky. That's my favorite one. Booty Bisky. Next up, <laughs> oof, the Tennessee Titans and the Atlanta Falcons. I may Will have to start Levis putting mayonnaise in my coffee. Will Levis is literally every single ex-boyfriend's revenge fantasy. Fuck ah. yeah, Will. You go get it. <laughs> All right, Matty, you're up. Listen, I, his performance is what I hope Zach's performance would have been after he was found, you know, messing around with his mom's friend and everything. But listen, I don't know, man. This man just came out slaying four touchdowns like it was nothing. I mean, he pretty much matched Zach Wilson's touchdown total for the year minus he just minus one. But I, I might have to put mayonnaise in my coffee now if this is that's how I'm going to perform after that. Forget the half and a half. Can be recorded for uh, social media. <laughs> Forget the half and a half. I, I, if if the, I'm going to perform like that with mayonnaise in the coffee, I might have to. I'll be the best Listen, worker ever. I, I'm, I'm that guy who literally doesn't put anything in his coffee. So to me, that just seems like horrifying. But the only thing I've ever put in my coffee, it's like a creamer or anything like that. I put like, like what is it? The, the grass fed butter. I did that a couple times. It's not bad actually. I like the almond milk or the oat milk. I can't do anything milk, man, because once it starts curling. Um. All right, intern, finish us strong. Uh, Will Levis tossed the Burger King brand deal and picked up the Taco Bell brand deal, just delivered one last dance for Derrick Henry and D-Hop, who are probably on the way out. So good one for Levis and the boys. There you go. All right, man. I'm going to be really upset if a giant trade happens like three seconds after we like we log That's off how it is. Every it time. either happens mid-show or after the show. It's how it always is with the corner booth. We have that curse. And, uh, well, next up is the second worst football game you probably could have watched yesterday. That would be the Carolina Panthers versus the Houston Texans. Um, mm. The battle of Stroud and, and uh, Bryce Young. I Listen, I still like C.J. Stroud a lot more than Bryce Young right now, especially in the NFL. Um, shout out to the Panthers for getting their first victory. There's really nothing you can say because next to the Jets and Giants, this is the other second worst football game you probably could have watched. Listen. I watched all of 14 seconds of this game because even Scott Hansen was making jokes about how bad this game was offensively. Holy shit. Um, I still think Stroud is a superior quarterback. Uh, the Panthers are absolute booty cheeks. Next. All right, Chris. Yeah. God, this is the game that nobody wanted to talk about. 15 to 13, it literally looked like if like you played MLB the show and you were just playing on rookie. But um, – Damian Pierce, the biggest letdown, one of the biggest letdowns in fantasy this year with 12 carries and 46 yards. So not really much to say. I had to trade for running backs because his ass, motherfucker. All right, next up. Uh, Next up is a game that was over at halftime, but they still decided to play anyways. That would be the Dallas Cowboys and Los Angeles Rams. 
This game was so bad. My father-in-law, who is a big Cowboys fan, was upstairs watching the game while Bianca and I were downstairs watching the Jets-Giants game. And he came down at halftime and said, all right, guys, I'm going to watch your game. I was like, oh, why? What's wrong with yours? He's like, did you see the score? And I look, and it was like 33-9.5. to nine and a half. He's like, yeah, this game's done. I don't need to watch anymore. Let's see what you guys got going on. That's how bad it was. People stopped watching it at the halftime. <laughs> this is my upset pick. <laughs> He, it was so bad. He was calling all of his friends that were Rams fans at halftime and giving them shit for losing, and there was still a whole half of the game left. That's how crazy the score this was. This reminded me of um, uh, was Eagles uh, Eagles Titans last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. AJ Brown fucking went off. I well, speaking that of which, isn't that the next game we're about to talk about? No, we got a, we got a couple more before then, but we'll get there. We're getting there. We're almost there. I don't know if uh, anybody else has to say anything about this game. Yeah, I, really I, not much. I, I, the Rams are dead it, to me. Stat Stafford hurt. Dead. Is he hurt again? No, who yeah. cares? He hurt my feelings in my wallet. <laughs> He's gonna retire. Stafford. Oh man, I spoke Stafford. too soon. Staff infection. Staff We've got another. Snoozer, uh, the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers, who were supposed to have the savior at quarterback because he sat behind Aaron Rodgers for three years in which he had two MVP seasons, looks like absolute dog shit, while Zach Wilson is still winning the Jets games that has him above 500. Anyways, not to be too petty, the Vikings still won and they didn't have Kirk Cousins. How do you lose to the Vikings still without Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins? I don't know. Cam Akers also scored. I have no re- no words. As somebody who literally used to make memes about Kirk Cousins, um, I felt bad watching him pop his, his Achilles like a bad uh, piece of bubble wrap, but it sucks. Uh, this game sucked. Um, I have Justin Jefferson, my fantasy team, as number one overall pick, and I want to punch a hole in a wall because of it. So, yeah. Yeah, the Jordan hate era continues. The Packers lost another one. Um, Kirk, Kirk actually played decent, and – then he gets hurt, which stinks because, like, I'm I'm not a big Kirk Cousins guy, but um, he's not a guy I hate off the field. He's actually – I watched the QB show, and he's he, he's a really good dude. And I know, like, a bunch of teammates were really upset after, you know, seeing what happened to him. That was actually really good to see, though, like, that, like, people actually, like, were really upset because, like, you yeah. hate seeing when, like, a player gets hurt and everyone's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, when Earl Thomas got hurt for the Seahawks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That wasn't a good situation. All right, Maddie, what's next? We have the New Orleans Saints and the Indianapolis Colts, who the Saints actually found out what offense was because Derek Carr actually threw for 310 yards and two touchdowns. So there's five touchdowns in total for the Saints. Four of them were scored by quarterbacks. I still think Taysom Hill is a gadget quarterback. Taysom Hill had two rushing touchdowns. Derek Carr threw for two more. Kamara had the other one. The Colts stay competitive without um, Anthony Richardson. So shout out to them. But Saints finally get a victory with a big offensive game. There you go. Um, my oh. hatred of the Saints is well documented, um, but Alvin Kamara just like proved he's still like a top ten running back. Because I watched him catch a ball, break four tackles, break another tackle, and stumble in the end zone. I'm like, yep, uh, yep, that's Kamara, just doing his thing. Yeah, Derek Carr showed that uh, after post game uh, DUI speeches that you know he can he can still drive. Know what I mean, last name's Carr. Jesus Christ. I like how you had to specify not. I mean, last oh name God, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. All right. All right, man. The game you've been waiting for, your Philadelphia Eagles versus the Washington first. Commies. Jared AJ Brown is him. He is a top two receiver. Stop it. Enough. Might be like, one. The respect he gets is irritating. He's a top two receiver. The only person who gets number one is on IR right now. Stop it. Enough. I'm done with this shit. Also, uh, Julio Jones catching that tutty was just like made my heart Um, Probably the most exciting game that I saw this weekend. I mean, it was just like the original one from early in the year, which is a back-to-back scoring game. And it was just, it was fun to watch. We all knew the Eagles were going to win, but it was just fun to watch the commanders give some sort of competition to the Eagles. But the Eagles reign supreme. Um, and unlike their little friends over in the Bay, they're seven and one. In turn, roll with it. Yeah, I mean, look, the Eagles beat Washington, the national bird. The United States is is a bald eagle, so I mean, 
do we do we own Washington? Or is that our second state? I mean, I don't think I want to own Washington. It's kind of smelly. There's a lot of shitty people living there. But we, yeah, we no. can we can probably revamp it into something nice. Can we turn into a parking? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, Chris, you had a little bit of a psychopath look. You were looking at the camera like this. You're like, oh yeah, I was looking at the score. I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot my camera's still on. I was so. like, I was like, I'm like, is my man <laughs> looking like he's trying to kill somebody or that shit? Yeah. Keep it classy. Right. Put a Chipotle in there or something. Yeah, we'll just make us giant strip mall. We'll call it the we'll call it the the, the hall of inside trading. Ooh, the Tommy oh, Plaza. Uh, Nancy next Pelosi, one up. The Nancy Pelosi uh, uh, School of Investing. Oof. 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 I ain't going there. We'll talk to them separately. All right. We are almost at the end. Uh, next one up, we have the Seattle Seahawks and the Cleveland Browns. A Seahawks team that barely beat P.J. Walker. It came down to the last couple of minutes, but they finally got it done. And, uh, you know, listen. PJ Walker's playing tough despite the role he has to play right now. Shout out to the Seahawks. They got fleeced by not one but two New York teams in trades this year or the, in the last handful of years. Jamal Adams, Leonard Williams. Shout out to Seattle. I think Leonard Williams actually is going to be really good for that defense. Um, yeah. I'll go quickly. The turnover ball ended with uh, Gino and the boys catching a dub. JSN is honestly a very good receiver in that offense. Really happy for him. Also, PJ Walker might be better than Deshaun Watson right now. Just saying. He keeps him in the game more. In turn. Uh yeah. Uh Geno Stakes takes down Temple alum. Uh I guess I can call this another battle of Philadelphia. Um yeah, Phil, uh PJ Walker's just like me. Uh, I come so close in a in a sports game or sports bet and uh can't get the job done. So um yeah. Hawks uh Hawks won a, a pretty big game, to be honest. That game was so fucking yeah. The best part was that I saw more turnovers from that game than touchdowns. That was what made me so happy. <laughs> I put back on the Jets and Giants when I was watching that one. Oh, I was uh, playing Starfield by that point. I was done. I had it on my I had on, on my side screen on my little like my side TV. I had red zone on and I was playing Starfield. It's like, listen, I love all these games, but like the case, like the Cincinnati. Uh, we're going to talk about Cincinnati and, and uh, what's called in a second. But, like, none of the games besides Philadelphia and um, the last overtime drive of the Jets-Giants game and the Philadelphia-Washington game, every other game was just like, I'm like, this is just lame as fuck. Like, not a great week for football in general. All right, we got uh, almost done. We got the Cardinals and the Ravens, a game that didn't make a lot of sense to me because Lamar Jackson only had 17 yards rushing. So you think, oh, he's going to step back and actually play quarterback. He threw for 157 yards, and they somehow still won 31-24. Josh Dobbs, terrible game, apparently is now being benched, and Kyler Murray is not going to be playing next week. So I don't know who, I don't know who they have on their roster. I don't Chris know who's going to be playing. Chris is starting quarterback for the next week. I, Damn yeah. right. So I don't, I don't even. They might have to go call Drew Stanton back and see if he wants to back him up again. But uh, nah. that's that's all I got okay. is I'm I want Uncle Rico back in this shit. It's um, stash, baby. It's sad. And you know what's sad? They can't even fire sell because who who do you want on the on the on the, the Arizona's? That's all. That's it. I don't want fucking Marquise Brown or Trey McBride Marcus or Golden. fucking Ron, Rondale Moore. I would just yeah, just give me fucking David Collins. All their talents on the defense, and they still suck on defense. Well, Jonathan Gannon's a terrible coach. All right. Um, yeah, no, I, I saw a ref move a football back. Um, that was proof that some refs break games. Um, my favorite part of this whole thing, it was totally out of context. So I I don't even know where it was from, but, yeah, this game is fucking terrible. Next. Uh, What's Chris, frustrating go. about this game is that Gus Edwards had another monster day. And my entire year in fantasy was picking up Gus Edwards, dropping him for Justice Hill, <laughs> dropping Justice Hill, picking up Gus Edwards, and not knowing who to start for the Ravens running back. So, um, <laughs> it's like Eagles wide receivers. You're fucked either way. <laughs> oh Crazy. my god, I'm so All sorry. Right. Coming back on the back end of everything, we've got the Chiefs and the Broncos, a game that I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, the Broncos Let finally got a first. W. Let Chris yeah, go you, first. Yeah, you go. Um, Abba once said, 
um, you have a song called Gimme Gimme. So I got Gimme Gimme Gimme, a loser pick intern. I fucking picked these bums as my goddamn gimme, not knowing that Mahomes had the, you know, a flu game, not knowing what was going on, undefeated record versus the Broncos, thinking oh this one's going to be different. Nope. Broncos country. Let's ride. Uh, I'm, I'm very grateful that uh, I didn't put down a flu game parlay because Mahomes had 241 yards with two interceptions. I was going to take the over on 300 yards. I was going to take three plus touchdowns. I was going to go wild like this man was going to have an MJ flu game. Thankfully, I didn't because he 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 didn't have that. It was pretty bad. And the Broncos somehow Russell Wilson threw for three touchdowns on 114 passing yards. Wow, what a fucking terrible game. I'm so happy I didn't watch that. Future's Fine, next man. rap album is going to be terrible. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's, I'm, gonna, I'm just making a future joke at this point because uh, there's not much else. It's like shit. Jerry Judy kind of touched it, did the most sus touchdown dance of all time. So there it is. Weird. Yeah, it was weird. All right, next. We've got the Bengals and the 49ers, a game that I picked. Yeah. Fuck Brock Party, fuck 49ers, costing me fucking money and costing Matt, giving Matt a now a seven point lead over my dumb ass. Fuck San Francisco. They're up there with New Orleans and Dallas now. I'm fucking done with them. The Giants, congratulations, you're back to fourth now. Brock Brock O'Clock, George Skittles, and Chris the intermediate. Yo, 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 Brock. Brock 19 out here just slinging bullets to the other team. I mean, I only took the Bengals to win because it was supposed to be Sam Donald playing, and I saw Purdy in the game, and I was like, oh, man, shit. Sam won that game, bro. Fuck. Purdy's not a good quarterback. I I like Sam Donald. Like the fans, like, yo, or the people that actually listen to this fucking show. It's um, because he's the most stacked offense in football. It's why he can just do something. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, Jalen's going to say I'm like, yeah, but everyone forgets, like, Debo is a pro bowler. Ayuk's a top, I'd say, 30 receiver. McCaffrey's a top two running back, and George Kill's a top three tight end. Could Ayuk be another name we could look out for as a trade candidate? Because I think he's in a contract here. Nah, they ain't going to deal him. He'll let it ride. Anyways, the last game on the list. We have finally reached the end. We have the Chargers and the Chicago Bears. A game where I don't know who that was, but how did they drop that fucking bomb from Tyler Badgett in the end zone on a perfectly oh, wide open 50-yard pass? Probably in the practice squad next week. I don't know. That's going to be cut by tomorrow. And I don't know. He won. You fell on your own in the end zone, and he bounced it right off your chest. That wouldn't have done anything. Would oh, have made off his ass cheeks, too. That was the best part about it. It literally oh, somehow. Yeah. He tried to bobble it. It went between his legs, hit his ass, hit the ground. I was like, yeah. yo, you got to just hate your shit at that point. If you fucking drop that. Well, shout out to the Chargers for finally getting a win. Brandon Staley survives for another week, and now they're going to go into MetLife Stadium for the Monday night game with some high hopes that they're going to win because they beat up the fucking Bears. So that fucking dude that is going to find a way to lose to your Jets. I hope so. He's, I'm sure about, he will. he's about as dumb as Ryan Day when it comes to X's and O's. Bears and Chargers, another, I guess, terrible Sunday night football matchup. Not sure how the Bears keep getting primetime games. I don't. They thought Justin Fields was playing, buddy. That's what happens. Oh yeah, me, me too. I was, I was a believer. Justin <laughs> Sherbert showed up. I love that. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking great. That was the uh, that was all the games on the list. The uh, right. the only one that's left is uh, tonight's the uh, Lions and the Raiders, which I don't see how oh, they're Lions by a fucking million. I, I don't Jared see Goff how there's tonight. All right, so fellas, we're gonna do a lot. Hey Matt, you ready for the first the first this of this year's edition of Jared's live Monday Night Football bets presented by DraftKings? There we go. This is where. This official sponsor, Belly Sports, promo code is on the Belly Sports website. I will drop the link later. Um, so, obviously, you know, we have uh, the uh, Diamondbacks and the Rangers. Uh, first innings already underway, so go Snakes. Um, we're going to Monday Football, though. Game kicks off in 12 minutes. I am going to take an alternate money line because you know what? Because fuck this shit. I am going to take 
Wait for it. Lions minus 15 and a half. All right, touchdown scores. Fellas, how are we feeling? We feeling Amon Ra, Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta. Each of you get a pick. I'm going to um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you, you want to shoot? I so I want to take Laporta just because I have him in fantasy. But if I have to choose a safe lockdown anytime touchdown person, it's hard for me to go with anybody else but Amonra right now. Okay, Amonra and uh, intern. I'm time. gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go Laporta just because I know Amon Ra is battling that illness. I know he's playing tonight, but we see him my fantasy team. I fucking love it. Well, we Laporta averages. Laporta averages three receptions a game for about mm-hmm. 50 yards. So if you want to take, if you want to do both, I mean, I think it's safe to say, I think you can get 50 yards receiving from Laporta on three, three and a half receptions, yeah. something like that. All right. Last two. All right. Golf passing yards. How high? He averages 271 a game. And I think his line's 262 and a half. I'm taking the over. So 300? Oh, 300. We're oh, rolling oh, yeah. 300. Yeah. Who, who's right. gonna stop the fucking ball? All right, and finally, Jimmy Garoppolo interceptions. In turn, we got over oh, under I, one, over under a half. Uh, I, I think Hoyer's playing tonight. Hoyer, oh, we better take the over. I'm oh, taking the I, over. We don't have Hoyer because DraftKings apparently is behind the times. All right, fine, fine. We'll do a different one. All right, Amon Ross St. Brown total receptions. Mm. I think he gets over four and a half. I was gonna say the exact same line. I'd yeah. say five. They're giving me like the alternate. They're not giving me the alternate receptions, which makes me. Oh, no, that's receiving yards. Yeah, they're only giving me the reception line up to seven and a half is the over under. That's, that's high. a high number. I mean, he can. I think he he averages eight or nine a game, but that's still a tough. Uh, yeah, tough. I don't like that a lot at all. Um, I'm going to roll with something different. I'm going to take uh, rushing props. Well, whatever. It wasn't going to give me it, so I'm just going to put a dollar and I'll say fuck it. Because <laughs> it was, it was the DraftKings was starting to glitch out because everyone's starting to put their draft picks in, and then because I have a free no sweat bet, courtesy of our courtesy of the good people over at DraftKings, I'm going to put one more. I'm going to double down on my Lions bet as we close out the show tonight. Uh, Go Snakes, by the way. I'm going to take the Lions at. Plus seventeen because fuck it, that's why. I mean, I I don't I don't hate it. I mean, if you're gonna have a, a a matchup where it could be extremely lopsided, I think this is one of those games. I I don't see how the rate how the Raiders are going to not only score seventeen points tonight. I don't see how they're gonna stop golf or anybody. I I think this should be a field day on paper for that entire offense. Yeah, I mean, I don't – also, like, Jared Goff's numbers at home compared to the Rover, you know, yeah, a lot yeah. of times they make a difference. And plus, you know, they have a backup quarterback playing tonight, Hoyer. I know he's been playing a while, but still, it's his, like, 15th team. So he's kind of, like, just a hit-or-miss guy nowadays. And he's probably going to miss because, again, they're in Detroit. And that place is fucking rocking. The jungle is going to be rocking, dude. Hutchinson. Also, because after last week, they need to kick somebody's head in, and unfortunately the Raiders are that team. Yeah, and they're always, like, on the butt end of things, too. The Raiders are just always unlucky. Devontae Adams needs to get out. Now. The uh, the, Dra- the Michael Panics or Drake May sweepstakes, or Caleb Williams sweepstakes, is alive and well in uh, Las Vegas. Anyway, uh, gentlemen, uh, game one is game three is kicked off. Uh, my football is in about five minutes. Um, shout out to our sponsors, Mall of Rose, DraftKings, the good people at Candidates, and of course, Belly Media and Seat Geek. We appreciate you guys for coming by. Guys, any other thoughts before we go tonight? Any surprise trades we think we could see? Um, I'm gonna say go snakes. Number one. Number two, um classy gentleman. Wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if, if Howie pulls off another big one. Tomorrow. Like Kenny Moore. Could be. I'm not he's got Bradley Roby for a bag of peanuts, and he hasn't played us. He played one game. Um, uh, here's a here's a throw on uh, Dino Hunter. Just he's going somewhere. I could be. I don't know. Listen, if you went to Philadelphia, just fucking just book it. But I, I doubt it. Um, Maddie, 
Yeah, right. Um, yeah, um, me and Chris are going to be dro- dro- jogging down Broad, Broad Street shirtless. Um, right. All right. Uh, Matty, anything else you got? Still holding out hope for a Devontae Adams eventual Aaron Rodgers reunion. Um, I don't I don't have a lot of confidence that he gets. I mean, if they get absolutely embarrassed and he has another post-game press conference and he gives them all shit, they might deal him, which I'm perfectly fine with. Go call me up and ask me what I want. Um, other than that, if I had to do a sneaky, nobody's talking about this kind of guy, like I wouldn't be surprised if either like a Marquise Brown or a T. Higgins were to get dealt. I mean, they're already talking about are they gonna going to or not going to extend T. Higgins. I think he's in his contract here. It makes a lot of sense for them yes. to move on from him if they want to. Mm-hmm. Um it all depends on what they want to do. I mean, Tyler Boyd is somebody you don't I mean, people sleep on him a lot. He's a little he's underrated for a slot receiver. Um I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But those are a couple names that I'm thinking of. I'm thinking mostly offensive right now. There you go. All right, ladies and gents, that wraps up for the Corner Podcast. I am your host, Jerry Clem. That's Matt Ordazzo. That is our intern, Chris Lapoof. I pronounced that correctly, right? Uh, it's Lipoff, but it sounds Lepouf. cool when you said that. Lapoof. I like Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's your stage name. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you stopping by. Uh, Corner Booth pregame will be here Thursday, kickoff at 7. For Thursday Night Football, which I don't even know who it is at this fucking point. It's just going to be something fucking atrocious. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good week. We will see you Thursday. The recording of this show will, of course, be live on podca- on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, in about, I'd say, three, four hours, depending on how, bad this, how good or how bad this Dimebacks game goes. Other than that, appreciate you stopping by. See you Thursday. Grace the chaos. Yeah, brother. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.